Hi, this is Johnny Corn, and welcome to By The Way. Uh, you can reach all information about me on johnnycorn.net. Uh, my co-host right now is Reggie Shorter. How you guys doing today? And how do we find you? You can find me on Facebook. and Just type in Reggie Shorter. And basically, anything with uh, Reggie Shorter in it will definitely come up for as far as to my Twitter, uh, Facebook, and my um, IG account. And uh, have a good day. And we have producer Dave. Oh, hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, I don't know. Check out my website echoplexmedia.com and follow us on twitch twitch.tv slash echoplexmedia all the scientology news you would ever want and our guest today is uriah how are you doing good how are you guys doing and how do we find your information uh you can find my information at the zeusdownshow.com or on facebook at uriah hawkes or instagram at ujax u-j-a-c-z all right now uh you are a comedian based out of oakland i am yeah yes and uh, before we do uh, anything, I want to do a uh, kind of a shout out to your show. So tell us about the uh, the show that you produce out there in Oakland. Uh, well, it's uh, once a month, uh, last Saturday of the month. And uh, yeah, it starts at 7, ends at 8.30. Um, I started producing this show about two years ago, almost two years. Yeah. And uh, is there a cover to get in? Uh, no cover. It's a free show. Uh, and people who... Uh, show their tickets. The first five people will get a free pint for a penny. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You hear that, you guys? Free pints for a penny. <laughs> that should be incentive enough. And uh, you, uh, if people want to know about that show, uh, do they, where, where do they go? Where do they go? That's a good question. Uh, Eventbrite. <laughs> and also on the Zeus Down Show, oh, a Facebook page. Now, I mentioned you're from Oakland, and I, I point that out because, uh, well, for a couple of reasons. My dad... Uh, when my family came here, uh, they settled in Oakland. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so my dad actually uh, came to Oakland when I think he was like six or seven years old or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of consider it like my second home. Uh, we were talking about this the other day when he did Grapes of Laugh, which will have that track of your uh, set released as a separate uh, audio uh, on this. The nice thing about that, too, is that uh, you the thing to listen for, I had a case of the giggles. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of awkward. Uh, it was very awkward <laughs> for me. Uh, I, I had a serious case, of the, so I just handed the microphone over to you and said, "Here." <laughs> right. Yeah, it was. Uh, what was it like? It felt like forever of that case of giggles. Uh, I, well, I, I just couldn't stop, so I was like, "Okay, well, we got to go on with the show. The show's got to, you know." I, I'm even afraid to look at my camera because I recorded my set. I, I still haven't looked at my set because of that. I'm like. This is going to be I, awkward for me. <laughs> you know what? Uh, that might be like one of the best things. That, like people look at that and maybe take, right? Right. It's, right. It's but like, that's natural though, you guys. That's like real natural right there. You know? Well, yeah. and we did, uh, and Grapes of Laugh is um, a show. I, I mean, I had you on, God, I booked you what, several months ago uh, for that. Um, oh but yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm glad that you were able to do it, and you did. You killed. You did a really nice Thanks. set. Yeah, I had a really good time. Uh, you know, with the coronavirus that's going around, you know, the you said that it gets really packed there, but yeah, uh, it was still a good crowd. Um, in my opinion, everybody was having a good time. And what do you think about that venue? What do you think about that place? I, at first, I didn't know what I was walking into, like most times, and uh, so I did a Google Map search, and I was like, I don't. Yeah, I didn't know what to expect, but it was. Uh, Good beer and mm-hmm. good wine, and uh, yeah, everybody was having food is it. delicious. Yeah, oh. yeah. I wish I had got some food. <laughs> well, and um, what what is interesting with that, with the virus going around and everything else, uh, we were able to sit ourselves away from each other. Uh, like the audience members weren't all in the same spot. 
they're kind of spread around the restaurant. Um, yeah, and uh, Some social I, distancing, I guess. Uh, yeah, three, three well, feet. and that's before they actually <laughs> made that a condition, right? It, it just happened. And the kind of the nice thing about that too is that uh, Tesoro's, uh, which is the venue that holds Grapes of Laugh, downtown Campbell, two three four Campbell Avenue, um, they actually uh, have really good uh, procedures uh, in place, and so I I feel very comfortable um, doing the show because I felt everybody was safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah so there's that but we're off topic <laughs> a little no, bit i mean it was, yeah it seemed like it was a good show i mean i seen the pictures and I, you know and everybody was cracking up i see when you went live you're all confident and hey man good job you guys shoot yeah it was it was a really fun time questions now uh i will say before we go on if we're talking about grace to laugh um on april 9th um pending that things don't get worse I am going to be having my birthday show, and one of the hosts yes. of that show is producer Dave. Yeah, me and the media bunch will be, the bunch will be oh, there. Nice. We'll MC that show. Yeah, we'll, we'll bring a second microphone so we don't got to share. Um, and uh, <laughs> we've got some we've got some Johnny Corn uh, related content uh, in store. Roast him. And I'm actually going to be doing mm. a set uh, rather than hosting. So that's kind of a rare opportunity for that. I so a little that one too. Uh, you are at that one. Yeah. Yes. Oh, nice. Oh, all right. Yes, of course. In my birthday, of oh, course you're there. Oh, man. <laughs> Reggie, you got to talk into so, the mic. Oh, yeah. man. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, Reggie and I uh, have known each other for a long, long time now. Everary. Yeah, so we do all like all our road trips together. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. okay. It's my roadie. Yeah, so like uh, we don't kill. We're, we're the two people that don't kill each other on a road trip. Yeah, oh, that part. Yeah. yeah, for real. <laughs> For comedy, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went down to Los Angeles, uh, for example, and uh, after the show, we went over to a Hollywood Walk of Fame the next morning. That was fun. Oh, that's and, awesome. Yeah. So, thank you for having me save my money. I, I turned into a little groupie when I learned out. I was out there. I was like, <laughs> "Oh, let's go to the house thing and let's get on the bus." And he's like, "Dude, you ain't got to do all that, bro. Like, calm down. You don't need so, to care about where Kanye lives. It's okay." I'm like, "Okay, you're right. My bad." <laughs> so you're originally from uh, El Paso. Uh, yeah, uh, I am. I, I thought you, Reggie. Yeah, I'm like you're from El Paso too. No, uh, <laughs> I went to school in New Mexico, right there. Oh, you did? Yeah, New oh, Mexico wow. State. Yep. Oh wow, yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's our college that's our neighbor. neighbor. Yeah, but we used to go. We used to party right there in Juarez, right there. Oh yeah, yeah. Juarez. Hell yeah, yeah. 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 UTEP was right there. Definitely. Hell yeah, yeah. It's Tropicana. Yeah, <laughs> drink till you drown. <laughs> or uh, Fred's. I don't know. Hell yeah. yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Ooh. laughs> See, people from that area of the universe. Um, I will understand exactly what you're talking about. The <laughs> nice thing about this is. Because, you know, Texas, and I knew the college you went yeah, to. So. Las Cruces. Las yeah. Cruces, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so uh, ha, when did he come to Oakland? Uh, like, ooh, that's a good question. Five years ago? Five, right, six years ago? Right uh, about the time he started comedy. Wow. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I was uh, living on Treasure Island for about 10 years, um, so between Oakland and, and San Francisco. So that was oh, okay, so you were in Treasure Island uh, as well. So, yeah. um, so you came to California like uh 20 plus years ago 22 years ago i uh, lived in san diego uh for five years got married beautiful out in san diego oh so beautiful Man. yeah and then got divorced because it's so beautiful no <laughs> <laughs> stuff happens I yeah. understand. and then uh moved up to the bay area to go to school at san francisco state and yes. uh have been here ever since Hold on. and uh so you got into comedy about five years ago if i'm remembering correctly yeah and um what made you want to get into comedy? That's a good question. Um, I don't know what made me want to get into comedy. I just know that I, when I was younger, I used to write like comic strips and try to make people laugh. And uh, my friend, uh, Mikey, he did open mics. And 
uh, he asked me to go. So I'd, I'd just go with him uh, and hang out and check out these open mics, which is pretty awesome. I wish I had done it when I was younger. Because, right, uh, right. Because, you know, I probably wouldn't have had all these um, addictions that I've had in the past. But, uh, <laughs> but right. well, comedy yeah. is therapy. Yeah, it's it really it is. is. Yeah. I When I started in comedy, I wasn't able to uh, to drink yet. Uh, so I, <laughs> so then, this is true. Uh, I would go to venues that I wasn't allowed to be in and I'd have to hang out outside, go in, do my set and then go immediately like, right back outside. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so, oh, man. so if you uh, start too early, uh, you have problems like that. Like no net, you can't network with the other. Right. Comics. You can't yeah. even hang out with them. You're like isolated. You right. Know? Yeah. And not even social distancing. It's just distancing. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, what do you uh, love most about comedy? What do I, I, I love um, making people laugh. I mean, uh, and the writing aspect of it, you mm-hmm. know, it's more like of a, a puzzle that you're trying to solve. You know, oh, I get when that. You're, yeah. When like you bring it to life. Huh? Like, yeah. I'm bringing it to life. So what is your writing process? Like, um, for for me just speaking for me sometimes i'll write a joke and it it doesn't actually have any connection to anything else that i'm doing but i'll write it down and i'll just put it aside and like okay yeah i got that yeah i do that too yeah um i yeah anything that i think is funny like just last night just hanging out with some friends we were just uh you know shooting the shit and something mm-hmm. comes up that's pretty funny and then I, I write that down and it's kind of awkward i mean in a way like because you just all of a sudden break out a pad and pen mm-hmm. and you just start writing they're like what are you writing that's like uh, none of your business really <laughs> right i make it yeah making some notes but yeah and, and then once i have that then i just like to um sit down and try to craft it right and that's then, the best part right that there. is bringing it to, like to making it to, to explain it to the world you know it's funny as shit already so before you even deliver it, it's already funny as hell yeah and then for you to break it down and make it in those pieces is always the yeah, and figure out awesome. what is it that makes it funny, right? And uh, then taking that on to stage, which is um, open mics, which is sometimes right, you're like, right. okay, well, that was that didn't work, mm-hmm. and I got to redo this again. And, well, the open mics are, um, for those that don't know, uh, it's more your workout room. So, like, the new material that you do, you go over to the open mics. So, even us experienced uh, comedians, we go over there. We do our uh, new jokes, try to get it uh, so it's um, tight. And once it's tight, then it's uh, we figure out it's where it's the to- gym. You know, for all you workout heads out there, it's the gym for comedians. You know, we go to the gym, and that's the open mic is where you try it out. It you know that's you know something yeah. like that. You know, and you work now, it out. That's as opposed to a showcase where, and I'm just explaining this for the audience that may not know. Uh, a showcase is then uh, for the people that already have uh, established acts, and um, that's where they go to. Perform live comedy, uh, and that could be anywhere from anywhere underground to uh, comedy club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sorry, I just uh, trying to explain to the audience. Um, no man, yeah for sure. So, um, yeah, but uh, you know it, it's been an interesting uh, trip because I never knew I was going to stick with it. You know, my friend, like I said, uh, he would invite me to the open mics, and then I was like, oh, he's like, why don't you try it? I'm like, I don't. I don't know, you know, and he put my name down on the list without me knowing. Of course. And then he's all, "Hey, dude, check out who's next." And and sure enough, it was me. And I had like oh, that's really cool. nothing, nothing to bring to the table. And I got up there, and um, I just uh, I felt like I killed it, but it was just me breathing heavily and scared, and people were laughing at that. <laughs> I was like, "What?" That, you know, no, that's a totally cool story. Yeah, I was gonna say that's how it feels. Man, it feels like. Ah, here we go. Yeah. You know? now, w- when I first did uh, stand up, 
uh, the very first show I did, Ronald Reagan was still president at the time. And um, I did. Who's uh, that? Who's, I, did, no, I, <laughs> <laughs> I did Ronald Reagan uh, and Nancy Reagan BDSM uh, routine. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, while he was still president. And the look in the audience, uh, this is the very first time I ever did stand up, <clears> but <throat> it's what came t- into my brain is, you know. Yeah. Oh Nancy, oh Nancy, you know. <laughs> do it, do it, do it, do it. That's pretty funny. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Yeah. Oh Nancy, <laughs> I want to spec that ass. I want to spec that ass. Oh Nancy, I have handcuffs. Uh, so that, that's just, and it went on and on from there. Um, but there was a whole physical aspect to it that uh, Reggie's seen. Yeah, I was gonna say you guys see him do it. That's just funny, man. Is it, do you think it's still relevant today? Well, the thing is, nobody knows. Like. It was funnier then because he was president, and uh, now there's a whole generation that didn't grow up with him. So right, yeah, it's, like, it's it's like a history lesson to him. Well, but then after hell, they figure it out, they go, oh, "Okay, that shit's funny." Like, okay, we know what that is. Right, but, right. But I can't do like Trump going like, um, you know, <laughs> Ivanka, Ivanka. His hair blowing. This is probably true, right? It's like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but um, <clears throat> so. Uh, <clears throat> My I, my wife uh, is it, we we've been together for what thirty one years ever, bro. Wow. Tell them, bro. You guys yeah. been together. What's the glue, bro? What's yeah. the glue? That's yeah. the question. Yeah, uh, that's the question. What's the she's funnier than me over here. What's the glue over here? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. We've been together for twenty married for twenty six years. We've been together for thirty one. She uh, has a sense of humor and is um, funnier than me. And as long as you realize that you've married someone funnier than you, <laughs> and you're a comedian, and you just accept it, you know. Well, I can yeah. admit that on my side, mine wasn't funny at all. So yeah, so I guess maybe that's why. <laughs> that's why. Yeah. Okay, that's okay. And that. Yeah. Okay. Well, and and the other thing is that like uh, she's very supportive of uh, my stand up, and uh, see, that's right one thing there. that I know both right. of you have in common uh, with me is that um, your significant others are. Uh, supportive of the comedy right we're to the relationship part of this show ladies and gentlemen so this is what this is right here <laughs> we're figuring out the glue and relationships and you as a comedian we're right we're figuring out right now this is what happens you guys that if your significant other doesn't support you and or doesn't have a funny bone you will be divorced you'll be divorced continue. separated Please, yeah everything because this is some serious <laughs> shit break it down johnny corn well what 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 did your uh your wife right wife yeah wife okay what did your wife think about uh when you started doing comedy she was uh, actually really supportive, and at that point, she was pregnant, too, with her son uh, at that point. I was like, are you sure you want me to go do comedy? She was like, yeah, sure. I, I'm nine months um, you know, pregnant, and you have this time. And even after we had her, her son, it, she was still supportive, even though I was not doing it as much. Mm-hmm. But having this son it just came up with a whole slew of jokes, you know, just to be there with him. Well, life will do that. Yeah. And she has to be supportive. Like, if not, uh, I wouldn't be here, right? It, she's, it, which is awesome, you know. The cravings. Well, had you probably had you crack up the most pickle juice and ice cream at like <laughs> yeah. two o'clock yeah, in the right. morning. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Who eats that? You yeah, right. Like, yeah. Pickle juice by itself. Just drink the whole Just, thing. Yeah. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so when, when uh, you know, the kind of the cool thing about it is, uh, and I will say this about, um, because I've seen Nicole uh, Reggie's significant other at uh, a lot of the shows and when you have someone like that support network there because uh, we do this for the love of it, mm-hmm. it, it it's one of those things where you're like right. I mean I make a live well I used to make a living at this um, <laughs> until like uh, last week what? Uh, <laughs> why what happened uh, uh, Corona 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of shows are getting canceled. So. Oh shoot. But we should all just go bubble boy on that ass for the next show. It's just right. The whole thing is plastered. <laughs> we'll see. There you go. Like everybody's in a bubble. Fuck. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Every, 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 everyone's in a bubble. Everybody. It's like. You're just passing out bubbles. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, put a force field around everybody. everybody. That'd be, that'd be awesome. Like, you know, you just have like, you like, you know, in the big hamster balls, like, you know, like, like, like a hamster and you just push out and you just had your, your microphone inside the ball and you just go around and deliver your jokes. Just in the big <laughs> I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know about that. Maybe, maybe half no, ha- no, hazmat, hazmat that's shoots. That's shit right there. Oh, that, okay. That, that's not. <laughs> Thank you, Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just thinking, like the user experience of that will uh, not. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be scared. I'm like, yeah. if I came to a show, do not seem like Jamie Foxx on stage, like a big hazmat suit on. I'll be like, uh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> there, do, do, you know what that reminds me of is you know those big, um, like plastic uh balls that you stand inside yes, and you roll on the, the beach. beach. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, see, that's what we need to do our comedy in. Dude, and do that in downtown Campbell, dude, we just roll down the street, up and back and forth down the street and just be pissing yeah, t- Telling jokes. The whole street. Throw <laughs> <And> a bullhorn. <laughs> just ride down the street. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we've gone off the rails. I've never uh, I've been in Campbell, uh, like literally hung out, so being in the downtown area it was really nice. nice. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, man, I would like to move here. Well, and that, that's where I uh, grew up is, uh, you know, I, in fact, uh, the um, the church that I got married in, is uh, right here on uh, Winchester Boulevard across the street Very from true. Safeway. So oh, okay. it's, it's actually, what, two blocks, three blocks from here? I, yeah, I saw that on the on the Google Maps, like a church being nearby next yeah. to Safeway. I was like, oh, awesome. okay. Yeah. 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 I'm originally from Apetus, but I'm definitely via Campbell because of Johnny now. I'm cool now. And uh, yeah, I like I love this area. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. And it's uh, different enough from San Jose and, and the surrounding area that it has its own personality. It really does. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that, that's so. Shout out to Campbell uh, on that. Yeah, um, so let's talk about you growing up. Uh, do you have any siblings? Uh, no, I grew up. Uh, I'm an only child, but I grew up with my grandparents who had um, five kids, and so they were like my siblings. Oh, so that's up. that's yeah, fine. T- ten years uh, difference. Oh wow! Well, well starting off ten years difference, and then it becomes like twelve, more. fifteen. Yeah, got it, got it. It's like my wife. Uh, her um, oldest sister, twenty years older than she is. And then, oh, uh, wow. yeah. yeah, and the youngest sister is about ten years uh, older than her. That's so, why I'm the youngest of three. So she, she, kind of, well, I, I'm. Uh, You're the youngest of three. <laughs> yeah, two older brothers kick my ass. Oh, man, I have three older sisters uh, and a young younger brother, barely younger, but he's younger. Uh, so <laughs> three older sisters, which meant hand me downs. And then, yeah. <laughs> Hmm. this is okay. true oldest boy so i used to get like yellow corduroy pants with uh with no fly and oh, man. yeah oh wow yeah yeah, yeah buttons it was, be missing it was serious, and shit. button the buttons off the back of the shirt and then it's just like <laughs> oh man that's just <laughs> yeah well and i had a purple huffy growing up uh it's girl's bike that's that's what we've been doing with our son because we have a neighbor and she's been handing him stuff down right she's uh-huh. a little girl and so giving him a pink bike and purple it's like all right cool man it's you know it doesn't really matter purple helmet he doesn't care so it's like oh see until I, the jokes I, come, until the jokes come you know what well, i'm saying right yeah, now it's cool, jokes. Right? until you get around his homies you know i remember my friends my dad bought me a michael jackson jacket real quick and i thought it was just the best thing around my little area until i wore it to school and then my kids laughed me out of that jacket <laughs> man it's a red see, one, the red and black one right right, right yeah. me out of that shit. i used to wear badass. the i used to wear the glove 
Oh, no, uh, yeah. Yeah, I used to wear the glove. Oh. I, I remember somebody wearing the glove, yeah. Yeah, well, oh. <laughs> e- e- and even before that, um, Robin Williams was, uh, you know, we had that uh, Mork and Mindy, the TV show Mork and Mindy, and I had to have the suspenders. I wore the suspenders to school. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was back in the 80s, right? Uh, late 70s, yeah. 70s. Wow. Late, late 70s, early 80s, yeah. Well, and, and keep in mind, I'm a little bit older than I'm sure um, everybody else here. But, uh, yeah, but that that was my experience growing up. It's like yeah, I had to have those suspenders and then we go through. And so when many, many years later, I got to meet uh, Robin Williams, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God, it's Mork. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, did you go nanu nanu? No, I. Uh, incredible. I, I wanted to play it cool. I was like, hey. <laughs> yeah, uh, right, right. <laughs> but that should be the new uh, hello nowadays. You know how we're. They're oh, saying not to shake, not shake. The nanu 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 nanu. Yeah, these kids at my job, they like do like a kid and play. Like they like hit shoes and stuff. Now I'm like, do them. Oh, you know, like, oh yeah, no. kick we, shoes. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> we like, have so many opportunities. When we shook hands, or I was like, oh no, what am I doing? Oh, I was going, and I didn't want to be rude either. I was like, oh, I appreciate that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, people, so I, I got to break up my uh, hold on my Purell here. <laughs> oh, you were actually able to get some Purell. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you pay a hundred dollars for that? It was about a hundred bucks. Yeah, for that tiny bottle, eight ounces. The world has gone crazy. I'm. I'm telling you, right? Like, I don't want to date the show, but like, people understand this. Like, ten years from now, you know, the great, you know, toilet paper crisis of, of 2020. <laughs> Man, oh, I know that's crazy. What's up with the toilet paper? I don't even know. I, I don't. I've know. seen it yesterday, you guys. It is crazy, man. Why? It's a lot of mask and like, the whole aisle is gutted. You know, I mean, like as far as like the toilet paper goes, it was gutted that day. <laughs> I mean, like that hand sanitizer. And lunch meat. I don't know what's That's going on. That's crazy. Right now, but it's, it's like people you know, are And like, it's just all random stuff. And we're, uh, of course, off topic again. But anyone that's out there that's listening to this in anything relatively soon will get our pain. Like, I just wanted to go f- get some toilet paper. I was out. I had to go to seven stores. Yeah. And wow. e- even then, I was only able to get a four pack. And they told so, us we had a limit, oh, too. They, the guy said we had a limit. I'm not going to say the store because they were over there. But they told us that we could only borrow like three at a time. But we couldn't go over there, and then they're like, "Yeah, we only had to do three. And then, we oh, maybe I'll hit the archery on the baby. Right? So what the hell? Well, I'm gonna send her in there to get three, and then I'm gonna get three myself or something right. like that. Or like, hey, man, I'm normal or two, you know? Like, hey, but I, I don't understand why the why toilet paper is just what, it's completely random. People are yeah. taking a lot of <laughs> dookies. There you that. go. Just these days are just sorry. Um, if you could work with any, if you could work with any comic dead or alive, who would it be, and why? Any what? Any comedian. Any comedian, dead or, or alive, and oh, why? Any comedian. Um, it would be uh, Louis C.K. And uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do I like comedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there go the ratings. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like uh, what's his name? Jake Jake Oaken Oaken's. I can't even pronounce his last name. Oakenster or something like that. Jake Oakenster. Yeah, 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 he's pretty awesome. Um, Louis Diaz uh, and did I say Louis Diaz? I know. Yeah. Oh, and uh, also, um, what's his name? Uh, he's that that Mexican dude, uh, East LA. Oh man. Oh, uh, you're talking. Oh. My, my homeboy Cholo fit is that my dude right there? Uh, uh, well, there's George Lopez. That would be awesome. Yeah. And also um, the other Frankie. D- Frankie, no, no. Um, wait, 
He's a he's got long hair, long curly hair. I know exactly straggly. who you're talking oh, about. Felipe, but Felipe, Felipe, Felipe responds. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Now that the sad part about this is that we had, show, we, we all we all oh, yeah. had uh, like this oh, mental shoot. moment where we couldn't remember his name. But we <laughs> yeah. all seen him though. We seen the yeah, long, the long hair. hair. We seen the Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. We seen the right. long hair. We so so Reggie, same question. Yes. Um, whew, there's so many guys out there. I would like I like I would love to be around. Like definitely. I love Felipe Esperanza, you know what I'm saying? I think he's awesome. Uh, you guys are awesome. Um, well, thank you. Shoot. The younger, raw Eddie Murphy, definitely. Oh, you know, yeah, I definitely, yeah. I definitely do something with him, though. And Richard Pryor, when he was in his hotness, you know what I'm saying? I would love to, like, definitely see what see what can go on and see what can stir up, though. But definitely, you know, just to just go out there and just, just to go out there after them guys and just to see, like, damn, like, their thought process, you know, like, mm-hmm. without, like, how can I say this nicely? Well, I have a whole bunch of writers and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that right, 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 stuff right. come up from their minds, and actually right. have them go out there and deliver the stories and their and their lives and, and stuff. Yeah. What, what would be inspirational for me is to meet uh, Bob Newhart. Ooh. Uh, oh wow! Because like uh, when I was growing up, uh, my dad had several records. He had Mom's Maybelline, which is another one that's on my list. Uh, but Bob Newhart and Bill Cosby. Uh, but. <laughs> But <laughs> I, I actually have a record of Bill Cosby. I, I have a couple. Yeah. Of them, yeah. I see my auntie hey, was in Bill Cosby himself. Look, look, look up. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. yeah. 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 No, I don't have that one. Yeah, but that's a, a good record too. It's it's to Russell, my brother, mm-hmm. whom I slept with. To my brother oh, Russell. <laughs> you know, the the thing is, I have my Bill Cosby records. I haven't listened to them since this whole thing happened. But um, but with uh, Bob Newhart, uh, the, he, the my dad had two albums. He had the button down mind of Bob Newhart and the button down mind returns. And I wore that record out mm-hmm. for some reason. Uh, he, he, his humor just really spoke to me as a child, which is weird because I was a weird child anyway. But um, oh, you're just smart. You all right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Just smart than the motherfucking guy. See, I try. <laughs> I got you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know P- people go like um, Mr. Encyclopedia over here. Yeah, oh, yeah, I have some friends like that that are just uh, yeah. like encyclopedias. Oh man, I'll be with my friends. I'm like, okay, hold. I said, I just let me use one bar. I said, if I could use one lifeline real quick, and I'll call this dude. Like, oh wow, something weird like two or three o'clock in the morning. Okay, Johnny, this is what happened. This is true. Can fish see water? Now, my my dad uh, was a university professor at San Jose State University. He uh, actually um, held elected office here locally as well. And uh, so I kind of grew up around uh, a lot of intellectuals. And so, all right, yeah, yeah. I had a different childhood than most. Pop work for PBS and everything. You know? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. PBS. Yeah. Oh, wow. But yeah. that question that you just brought up about do fish see water? I'm like, <laughs> wow, that's kind of mind blowing. Do yeah. they? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Crazy. Do they know their water? Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's crazy. <laughs> kind of expanding on, on uh, Reggie's question. Um, who are your uh, comedy influences? Who kind of molded mm. your comedy? I remember totally uh, very early on. It was like Eddie Murphy. That was mm-hmm. he was big in my time uh, with Raw and Delirious, Man. and so I would um, you know hear from I don't know, what was it tapes or records or eight tracks. I, I don't even remember, but I remember listening and and, mm-hmm. and seeing parts of the movie at a very young age and the purple so, le- the purple leather suit stuff. Yeah, yeah, and you don't even think about that. Like, oh, what's up with this purple? Now you see, it, you're like, dude, what's going on with him? But. Uh, <laughs> 
Yeah, I think it was Eddie Murphy for sure. And maybe Robin Williams, like with the Nanu Nanu, he was pretty funny. Hands down. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, the, the interesting thing with him is that like, uh, and I don't know if you, you probably know this because you're a Bay Area person, but he, uh, Robin Williams would just show up to comedy places to heard, do yeah. comedy. And um, that's how I met him, is that he just uh, came to Cobbs. Uh, and that's... So, you know, I was doing a set there anyway. Yeah. Um, and oh, wow. Lo- but luckily, I was on before he arrived. <laughs> right? So I got my set in. But he arrived, and then he just was phenomenal. Wow. That is awesome. That's legendary right yeah. there. Yeah. You know, like, Robin Williams, that's... Just coming through to just do an open mic, man. That's the see, see, and, and that's awesome. that, but that's the sort of thing uh, guy he was. Like he was just uh, a really nice guy. Oh man, that would have been so dope to see. Yeah, and to actually be able to have a conversation with him uh, randomly, like I'm no one special. <laughs> right? right. I just happened to. I happened to be in the right place at the right time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's happened to me where I uh, was, was in the right place for the right time. And I walked into, not walked in, I actually had a, had a broken ankle. And so uh, I had a scooter and I was at the Hollywood Roosevelt in LA. And I the, we're waiting for the elevator. The door's open. We walk or I stroll in and it's uh, Ray Liotta, you know. Was, yeah, Ray. And, uh, you know, you get that feeling, <gasps> Ray Liotta just yeah, uh, yeah. opened doors open. You're like, oh shit, okay, let's pretend we're cool. And, uh, then he, he asked me like, Hey, so what happened to your leg? You know? And, and we're just like, <gasps> and I was like, Oh, well I, I broke it. And, uh, I wish I had said like MMA or something, but I was from racquetball. Hey, shit. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Right. And right. he was like, Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I, I did the winery show, uh, last, uh, like last month. And I had this, uh, giant, like, uh, cut up, uh, on my forehead. And it's obvious when you do a show, like, I wish it would be something cool, <laughs> like a cool story, but I slipped in the shower. Oh. That's all that happened. Damn. Um, and so I held on to the curtain, and then the curtain rod came down. Oh, oh damn. Oh, man. Uh, so th- that's all it was, right? But it's not like a sexy story. <laughs> I said, you got a hard head too, bro. I know you said you headbutt, you know, you did. You oh, had, I used to headbutt. Yeah. I would say you're a headbutt person, you know, so. Yeah, well, because I'm short and skinny. So, uh, <laughs> so if someone would pick on me, what I would do is I'm going, like, oh, yeah, you think or this? The muscles uh, are in the head right there. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, strength lies. <laughs> <laughs> well, back when we did, uh, I used to do a show called Grapes. Uh, well, we do the show now, Grapes Laugh. Uh, but the show that I first started producing comedy. Right around the corner from here was a place called uh, Off the Hook. It was called Off the Hook Comedy Showcase. I've been seeing that. Flyer. And uh, well, that that shows uh, now someone else is doing a show oh, there. Okay. Uh, uh, I used to do a show there, and then good luck to this new person. Like, yeah, I wish you the best with that venue because um, it's kind <laughs> of a rough venue. Oh, is it? Uh, it's really rough. So you go in there, you don't know if you're gonna get beaten up or not. Oh, he's okay, not joking that either. Yeah it's, yeah, it's it's definitely different. The whole the dynamic changes all the time. And salute, man, you you did your thing while you were doing it, bro. Well, I got all the mistakes in producing comedy out of the way. Oh, nice. Uh, th- there, right? Oh, so, <laughs> yeah. So now now I know, like, hey, I'm gonna choose a venue that's one safe for the comedians, safe for me, safe for the audience. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, um, but yeah, I I went in there once, and uh, I I said to this guy uh, you look like a hobbit version of, of um, Wolverine yeah. <laughs> yeah. and he uh, I went to the parking lot and he punched me oh wow <laughs> that, that's the sort of place that was anyway 
we're we're veering way <laughs> off Hobbit topic. Ver- yeah, punch me in the balls. That, that was funny. <laughs> That's as far as he could reach in the balls. And, in the yeah. <laughs> uh, he was shorter than me. That, which, <laughs> the Hobbit. <laughs> I mean, he he had the pork chops like Wolverine, and he was short. He's shorter than me, which is surprising. And so he was able to. Uh, and so I'm going like, you know, he was heckling, and that's why I oh, yeah. came up with that. Now, how do you handle hecklers? There you go. Yeah, that's. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's just something that comes up right then and there. I haven't practiced really on, you know, what should I say to a heckler. Mm-hmm. Um, it just comes up right then and there. Like, uh, you know, I'm like, oh, that's I. Like one time, this man, he was like, oh, he said something, and I was like, oh, uh, yeah, uh, don't mind my dad. You know, he was an older man. He's go. got Tourette's, and it just, you know, I don't. Just something that just work with. Do you them. ever disengage and just chop their heads off, or you just like, or, or is it so much like a little jab? Hey, you know, you my dad, whatever, whoop, and you just keep going. Or yeah, you, yeah, it's more like that, a little go. jab, and then, but not like really insult them. You know, I'm like, okay, you know, maybe they don't know that they're heckling, right? You know, they're at a comedy show first time or something. They just don't know, right? Right. So, well, and it depends. So I, I think just, I'm at, pretty at open gentle. mic, you could chop their head off. You know, right, right. Open mic, it's like, well, look, yeah, you, right. I do have eight minutes. I can get you well, for a minute yeah. you know like you know. It, i i think it depends on the situation too because like right. uh i had this one guy that was heckling but so i said um stan lee everybody because he's this old guy that looked a lot like stan lee and um and everybody started laughing everybody started laughing and so he just sat down and right. was quiet the rest of the time right when you yeah when, right when you get him and then bring the audience against mm-hmm. them it's just can totally one little work. roast, one little roast will shut them up for sure. One, yeah. one good one. Yeah. Like, oh. I remember one time I was at uh, Rooster Tea Feathers, and this guy uh, it's in Sunnyvale. Uh, for those of you who don't know, it's kind of a cool venue. It's smaller, so very nice. Yeah, definitely nice. Uh, it's it's, it's more back. intimate. I like it because mm-hmm. it's smaller, so it's more intimate. I, I yeah. you know, you get into some of these clubs and they're huge and uh, whatever. But anyway, this guy goes like, um, how, "How big is your penis?" And I'm like, <laughs> "What?" Right, but I didn't think it. I just kept going, and he goes like, "How how big is your cock?" So I turned to him and I go like, "Let me show you later. <laughs> Are we having a moment?" You know, I just started doing that, and um, then security got him. Oh yeah, right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't. They yeah, don't sometimes the heckling is just too much, dude. It's like you're just. Yeah, he was obviously intoxicated. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was obviously intoxicated, and I, I, so I just did that, and that was like the end of that. Are we having a moment? <laughs> you know, that dude scared me in Stockton too that big old brother he was scaring I'm so glad he wasn't fucking with us either well okay so for those of you who don't know this by now uh, Reggie and I go on uh, comedy uh, road trips together and this one particular time we went to Stockton and um, it's on the heckler thing that's why we're just touching on the heckler stuff. yeah no we're touching on the heckler thing but uh, yeah that was one of those uh, all African American shows you did your job man yeah uh, I mean leave it to me to uh, he said, "I'll beat you up and your girlfriend." What he that one dude? Yeah, it was. Yeah, he got, he got serious. Real quick. Dude from Oakland. Oh, he said, "I'll beat you up and your girlfriend." I was like, "I'm hoping I can't wait till he doesn't say that when I'm up there." <laughs> yeah. Wait, he told you that the guy before no, him. No, no, oh, yeah, the guy, guy before, before him. him. Oh wow. Well, the, and and the thing with uh, with that particular night that I remember, if this is the show that I re, that I think it is, uh, that was the one where we saw the car accident. Yes, okay. yes, that was crazy. So we were at a stoplight. And uh, we were um, 
at a stoplight stopped yep as one does <laughs> uh but uh a tesla decided ah, i don't need to stop i'm gonna keep going and got t-boned by a uh, f-150 oh man going pretty fast too oh, oh yeah fast. he was yeah. full speed ahead because of course you know didn't expect the guy kids to go in the car and everything man mm. it's crazy uh but we had to go and perform our stand-up comedy that night after seeing that and yeah. so it's one of those things where um and, and this will go into a, a bigger point mm-hmm. um because I just thought about this, but we have to perform no matter how we feel, mm-hmm. right? And no matter yeah. what is going on in our lives, right? Yeah. And so, um, what do you do to mentally prepare uh, to to do your set? Um, I get in an argument with my wife, and that usually helps. No, yeah. <laughs> so there you go. That's, no, it seems that way. Like sometimes I leave the house, I'm like, damn, why did we just get in an argument? It's tough. Um, it's just the seat being up. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, I don't know. Uh, you just got to block that out and then just focus on what you're going to do. But yeah, um, that's what it, the trend seems to be sometimes. <laughs> like we get in an argument, but then it comes out with new material. Like I just take it out on. You know, on my out in my set at an open mic, and it is it therapeutical for you? Is it right? I think it is. Yeah, because then I start complaining, like this is what happened. Well, I I know, like in in my case, and Reggie will attest to this because he he's actually seen me do this. uh, I kind of hype myself up. So what I'll do is I'll do and start jumping up and down, Mm -hmm. do do jumping jacks, do jump jump around, like um, stretch out and all that stuff, burpees, Uh, and and then I'll go up uh, to to just like (laughs) I'm. I'm building up, I'm building up, I'm building up, and then I go up on there. Now, Reggie has seen me do this. Oh, exhausted. Yeah. And uh, how distracting am I? It was distracting. It was like it was like that guy like rubbing his hand against your face and you're trying to do something like somebody like, it was crazy because I was doing my set <laughs> and I seen him stretching and like he was doing this thing, getting into his mode. And I almost forgot my joke. I ain't gonna lie to you. I was up there and I was like, yeah, man, you know the people... Well, then I got my friend over stretching his shit over here. So, I mean, you know, like he's doing this thing, you know, for comedian Jack Corn. And it worked out. It was like a segue to what I was doing. Oh, I right. I got lost with him doing this. Was, was this a, like an open mic? Or? Yeah, it was, oh, okay. it, was, it was a show. It was awesome, though. But, well, yeah. Oh, man. I, yeah, I remember one time it was a very, very small venue. Uh, <laughs> I think in Fresno. I'm not sure. <laughs> but because uh, all these cities spun together after a while. But um so I was doing this and then Reggie turns and he goes like Johnny Kwan what you doing <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like full jumping jacks and the whole thing like this guy was really doing his thing and the people were looking too and I'm like I'm looking at him too like what are you doing right now? See, it sounds like Johnny Corn's your heckler. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I was gonna say every time. So, but but like if I'm backstage, like like if this is uh, say the San Jose Improv or or Cobbs or whatever, uh, I'm in the back uh, doing this before I go outside, so yeah. nobody sees me doing this. Right. It's just By like kite, yeah, uh, yeah. But, but, the, but but if you look inside, you're like. You look on the side, yeah. This yeah. Guy's I try to do it, right it really discreet. So, like, uh, there's a couple places where they'll have like a hallway where they have the bathrooms and all that stuff, and I'll do it over there. And mm-hmm. do, so then, by the time I come out, uh, people won't see me being. Oh wow! Roosted. You do you do this all the time? Uh, every 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 oh, time I go on stage. Okay. Yeah, I, I read that as uh, Jerry Seinfeld. He 
been doing some meditation or these breathing exercises that seem to work mm-hmm. for him. Yeah. So each person has their different thing. And a lot of people out there don't realize that comedians, when we do this, mm-hmm. we, we actually, each person has their own process, but we have to kind of put out of our minds the worries of the world and prepare ourselves to be out there on stage. Yep. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, I used to be a, a slapstick comedian when I first started out. Um, a little too old for that now, but uh, uh, but I was for a while. And so I used to, I got used to doing this because I'd limber up. I'd like stretch and all that stuff. So when I went out there and uh, did that, then, but just is a habit that I've gotten into. I should, yeah, I should totally do that. Hell yeah, especially being a physical comic too. You know, sometimes I'd hate to be out there and like try to do something and go lame because you know you've done jokes three or 400 times and there's nothing worse than you doing it another time going, damn, I can't believe that didn't land because I didn't give it my 100%. Right. Yeah. You know? Now, uh, when you do a set and you just nail it, uh, that that you have that post show high, right? Yeah. When you don't, uh, how how do you take it? Um, lots of whiskey, uh, <laughs> lots of crying. No, uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. I I, I try to you know uh, when I get back in my car, I'm just like uh, trying to figure out why didn't it work, and then I do it over and over as I'm driving home. Yep. Um, to see see it, it's interesting because like um, when you when you do it right there's like this sh- uh, high mm-hmm. that, yeah. that you're on it's a drug it's a yeah. drug yeah I think that's why we do it too yeah. right it sucks that it, even though and I think I could probably speak for all of us that even though the crowd response and everything you know you've nailed it you know you messed up on something and, it, and, it's, and it's gonna eat you cause you know you know it's kinda like when you're in that room and that painting's crooked you know in damn well that finally just delivered that one right. joke that ending right there that really killed it right there but you know that this yeah. guy throws the most darts at himself I won't say he's in this room right now but I know a friend of mine that throws darts and stuff every single set, and he does because it. I could always be better. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So I, I mean, he's talking about me, obviously. But oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> because he's, he's all looking, he's looking dead at me. Yeah, like, yeah. Shooting arrows right at you. Yeah. Uh, no, but like, no, I, I, I get down on myself a lot because I, um, I also got. Oh, damn! I forgot that that joke that was supposed to be the uh, in the tran- in the transition in between this and that. Yeah, right. and that that will ju- does that happen to you? Like like ah, oh, I should have told that joke. Yeah, yeah, and sometimes like uh, the last uh, at the, at the last show with you, uh, there's one joke that I totally forgot, and I was like ah, you know, but you just can't beat yourself up over it if it Man. just works out. It ends up working out, or sometimes the jokes be is like delivered di- differently, and it ends up working out. So, I I find it like um, I. I look forward to the show the entire day. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah. So when, and, and I just can't wait to perform. I can't wait to perform. I can't wait to perform. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And uh, so like put me on third, put me on fifth, put me on wherever. I don't care. I, I wish it's I had like, that luxury. Cause right now, you know, I have a three year old and I, it seems like nowadays that I prepare for the show like an hour an hour and a half or two hours before and it's just that's when it's like clicking in i'm like oh man i haven't even prepped you know because there's that prep work that you get even though you've done this joke but it's like well how am i going to do the order how am i going to do this so when is that that segue to that joke is you know you don't want to have it choppy and yeah and so like driving over to a show sometimes i'm like okay these are the jokes i'm doing uh and it's because it's tough it's like with a nine to five and a son and a Mm -hmm. wife it i wish i could uh prepare for you know the shows more 
Well, one thing I'll, I'll notice, uh, like, based on the other day and, and the times I've seen you, uh, you are actually really funny, and you come off, uh, like, it, it is just a really solid set. So it's kind of, um, with everything that, that you're, you have in a day, and we all have, like, uh, some more than others, but we all have, like, a lot <laughs> going on, um, it, it, it just comes off... Um, you're very funny. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. With balance. With and balance. Yeah. I, I will point out uh, for those that want to uh, to hear your set, uh, it is going to be released as a separate uh, track. Uh, but by the way, what we call it, bonus content? Yeah, bonus content. Bo- bonus content. Bonus content. Or we could call it, by the way, live. We call it whatever you want, man. Mm. Just just text on screen. <laughs> That's that totally is. true. And uh, so you can catch like past shows uh, that we've done, like, uh, but they're all releases individual sets. So um, you will hear that awkwardness at the beginning with oh, me boy. because really nicely done too I was going to say too shout out to this guy good job man well oh, I give it a, that, that fucking piece of equipment I have that zoom H4n sounds really good mm-hmm. no it, it's very very good quality uh, sound Name the cool. I, I, this is the first time in three years of well I can even do more than that it's the first time I've ever produced comedy or hosted a show where I had a serious case of the giggles when <laughs> I introduced <laughs> an artist how much, weed, how much weed did you smoke before the show yeah I was at that it, it, it was a good amount <laughs> it was a, I was feeling no pain yeah. Johnny's uh, a stoner too ladies and gentlemen so it, it, I'm not sure if it will come off on the audio uh, on that but yeah I just kind of had the microphone over to you <laughs> yeah <laughs> I was like what do I do with this and uh <laughs> But I mean, I know I mentioned it uh, at the beginning of the show and I'm mentioning it now, but I, I mentioned this because when people hear the audio track, you're not going to maybe be able to hear uh, or get the full visual. The full uh, visual of, of me of just this. standing there blank, like what is happening, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, just give me the mic. Just give me the mic. <laughs> yes. Oh, let's get this over with. <laughs> right. I, I didn't know how to exit out of that. For the first time in my life, I didn't know how to exit out of the situation. <laughs> I said, you're good on intros too, man. You, you know, you bring yeah, people yeah, out. You bring totally people good. up. You bring their spirit up. Have the like, guy okay, feel like 12 feet. Like, hell yeah. yeah. You know what I do uh, too is like when I uh, do a show, when I uh, let's first rephrase that uh, when I produce a show when I do the order I put thought into when people are going when if that makes sense yeah so the first person's not necessarily like some producers will say like the first person's going to be the weakest well no mm, that's that's no. not in my case no what I try to do first off I handpick the comedians that go on the show so they're all good uh, and the second I'm going like I, I think about the arc of the show, and I and I think that's why Grapes of Laugh is so successful is because I think about that arc and contrasting styles and making sure that if it, it just flows, right? Yeah, uh, and um, so people that produce a good quality comedy show will take that into anyway. It's a pet peeve of mine when I, I have my own opinions on producing comedy. No, oh, yeah, um, I work organized. With- Organized, yeah, I, and I worked with Anthony Medina. He's a, oh, he's I a love good, him. Yeah, he's a good producer. So I have him as a guest host on this uh, these shows sometimes, and so he's been teaching me on like how to place the comics, like put strong ones. Started off with a strong comic, end it with a strong comic. Of course, the headliner, and then in between, you know, fluctuate. Yeah, and just to set this cadence. How do you, how do you, how do you explain that to the comic? I know sometimes some comics they're like they feel that they should be 
in a certain order. Like I know I've definitely had these conversations with Johnny before and the comment feels that if he doesn't go second, then he doesn't know what he's doing because he doesn't feel he feels he's good enough to go second, but he's not that strong enough to go first. How do you handle that? Yeah, um, I, I tell him to get out. I'm like, just get out of this. <laughs> Good you know, no, 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 Get your ass out of here. You know no, I try to work with them. I try to work with them. Uh, you know, uh, I'm pretty flexible, you know. So, but it, like if they wanted to go first, but I don't think they're like that strong of a comic, I would have to be like, well, I can't. You got to be truthful, yeah. right? Yeah, you got okay. you have to. Yeah. Yeah, I, I will tell you, like, th- there are times when uh, they put me on first. And um, I remember one time arriving in Fresno, uh, there was a car accident, the whole thing. It was bad and mm. and uh we arrived there late and we i had to go on right then oh wow. like right as i arrived so uh, no time to mentally prepare what right. it be and so in the audience 20 minutes yeah. i'm 20 minutes destroyed yeah yeah, yeah 20 i minutes. still did it but it's like it's um it's just unfortunate yeah i think number doing you're the first comic is always i feel my uh opinion that it's like the hardest to do because you don't know you can't really gauge the audience yeah you're like okay they're not laughing at that okay that's cool that's not cool (laughs) well the one one thing that drives me yeah yeah. another pet peeve of mine is like uh if you go to a show and the uh mc doesn't do a set at the beginning uh, and just puts you on so the audience is completely cold Ooh. Um, that's happened that's to tough. me. But the, what I do is, I when I do sta- uh, a hosting, I, I um, jump topics on purpose um, to see what the audience is responding to and what they're not. So, to, so the, oh, yeah. so the uh, comedians can see, okay, that's working, that's not. Okay, right, I yeah. Give them a chance to adjust. That's awesome. Yeah, that yeah. is. Yeah. So. Never took that into consideration. Yeah. On your... Uh, as far as like stages, what's your favorite stage you've performed on and why? Performed on, um, I, I did perform on the Ice House, that main stage. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, and that was awesome. I was like, That's oh, a big deal. It's totally a big deal. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was like my favorite um, set on stage. And uh, and the audience was just in it. You know, they were just yeah. on fire. And uh, so, yeah, that's probably the only place I've, well, there's several others, you know, don't get me wrong. Like, did you feel that past energy, like, from, like, those other great comics that have been there, like, I can't believe Dan Robin Williams has been on the stage. Or, yeah, definitely. Tracy Morgan, or, you know what I'm saying? Or, like, you know, like, these guys, like, do you feel that when you're in that venue, like, that yeah, energy, like... Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then, you in, some, in the comics that I was with um, that were performing that night, I didn't know who they were, but then right. after I did a... Uh, did a set and then I researched the comics. I guess I should have done that before. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, Oh man, I'm like, uh, pretty much next to this other big comic that's blowing up right now. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I wish I had, I was like, when he finished his set, I was like, Oh, good, good set, man. And <laughs> I was like, channel, oh, man. channel five. You're like, damn, that's the guy from the TV show. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yep, that's what <laughs> yeah. it was with us in LA. Like the guy was there with, with us there. And I'm like looking at him like, Oh shit, that's the dude that's on that show rail. Like, Right, he was just regular with us. I was like, "Yeah, damn, I guess I must be. We must well, be doing something right. We're around this guy, right?" You I, know? I remember uh, doing comedy Oakland uh, with the great uh, Ira Summer, who we do have a track uh, of his stand-up comedy as well as an interview for plug in a previous show. Super funny. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, everybody that was there was there for um, it, like national uh comedians that were there for um uh the comedy uh god what the um comedy fest i think it was mm-hmm. uh in san francisco and so like all these guys were all national comics and then there was me 
right? Yeah, wow. I was able to hold my own, but right, right. But still, I mean, that makes me feel good because I'm going oh, like, yeah. oh, I've seen you on HBO. <laughs> yeah, uh, about that. <laughs> hey, you're there for a reason. That's how I see. You know, I see it's like you know, yeah, you. You got your ball there, you know, you're ready to play too. You know what I mean? Like you wouldn't yeah. be there if you weren't supposed to be well, there. Well, all, all you right. do is you just yeah. have to up your game. Like have to. You, like if if you see someone that's better than you, you just go like, I got to up my game. Yeah. That's, that's it. Not, still, not, ha- it still happens to sharpen steel right there. It has to, you know. Yeah. Just, so yeah. What, what, where is the weirdest place that you've performed stand-up? I already know where the worst for me was, but. Oh, wow. Um, where was the weirdest? I'm like. <laughs> Weirdest, strangest, whatever. I don't want to diss any. Well, no, no names, no, no names. No, no, names, really. names have been changed. Well, you can just say the what, weirdest what, place. Like my shower. No. Uh, well, there's that. Yeah. There's that. Uh, uh, and of course, we had the um, the brainwash, which is uh, doing. Which, oh, brainwash. Yeah. yeah didn't. Uh, R.I.P. Which was love the brainwash. Yeah. Yeah. And I can get my clothes clean. You that's know, true. watch my do a load. It's where we joke. do stand up comedy. That is pretty, yeah. Pretty yeah so weird that's place. kind of a weird yeah. place. But that's not a bad thing. Tony yeah. Sparks was a legendary. Him, and I, mm-hmm. I wish that show um, was still in existence, but it yeah. existed for decades and yeah. decades. Um, I can't really come up with uh, the strangest place. Um, so, you know, there's been shows where I've perform for one or two people like it's been ghetto fabulous like i yeah. can't believe the microphone and this is just the sound is just bad like but right. you're being nice though oh. about it though oh right right but one thing <laughs> yeah. that, that kills me is like when we do stand-up comedy in a place and it's a, like a cordless mic and then the sound drops out right as you oh. hit the punchline oh yeah or the mic yeah the mic wire just falls out and you're just oh the mic wire is like three feet and you're over trying to do a joke and your arm is right here because you're trying to be funny well, and you came and you came and moved from the damn speaker. <laughs> well, I rem- karaoke wire. I remember right. like when your set was done. I um, and I came back up to to um, you know, I get the mic. I realized I had the the um, cord at my feet, and uh, so I looked down and I'm like this. That's why there's that that pause there because it's trying to straighten my feet out. Um, I actually tripped on stage once where the cord went around my feet. Oh man! And I went. <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's part of my set <laughs> yeah yeah physical comedy but not not necessarily yeah. a good way um so reg uh what else would you like to um i think i mean of course my favorite studios are my favorite stages are always the bigger ones of course you know bigger comedy clubs and stuff uh the yeah. smaller venues i'm talking about like no offense but i know we did a show johnny you remember the show we did a show in stockton and I don't want to say it wasn't the best venue, but we could just say it could have been better. You know, there's a couple of people there. Really, uh, there's a whole lot of gangsters in that building, you know, and I feel that me and Johnny had to be, our comedy had to adjust to the building opposed to us building our material. But I can't stress enough that we both held our own, though, but it was crazy. Though, yeah. But it was, uh, but yeah, that was definitely probably one of the most strangest venues we had, though, because it was small and it was just secluded and... You wouldn't know comedy was in this building. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. When you go to a building, you're like, There's, yeah. what, what's what's going on here?" Well, I do appreciate the opportunity. Whoever, <laughs> if they listen, I do appreciate it though. Well, one one thing I do think that is kind of interesting is like uh, you can put comedy shows anywhere. Like mm-hmm. you can have a comedy. Like uh, we were talking about brainwash, where where brainwash is a. a, a, a a laundry mat, but they're doing stand-up comedy and right, it works. Right, it yeah. works. Live it was the gravesite. I, I had uh, a show that was in a bookstore and they had a giant stage in the middle of the bookstore. Oh, that's that's cool. <laughs> and uh, uh, well, this is in Utah, but uh, that's another one. 
I would yes. love to be there. For Scotty's is nice too. Yes, yes. Uh, which but, one? Downtown. It's um. Uh, sorry, for Skies is another. Um, oh my god, I'm blanking. It's yeah, nice. it's, you don't talk about you go in there. There's a bookstore in the front, and then you go around the corner, and it has a really nice big stage, and like a, there's a food venue in there. And stuff, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, but that's yeah. I, I'm talking about a literal bookstore where there's books all the way around you, <laughs> and a stage in the middle of this. Yeah. right and it was a dry venue nice so uh right because it's utah, utah. so uh it's, but they had chair they had an audience all the way around you <laughs> right because the stage oh, is wow. in the middle yeah and so you had to get used to like okay the audience isn't just there but they're behind me too right and so i'd say stuff like oh i didn't mean to turn my back on you let's <laughs> 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 talk to you guys <laughs> yeah. so did you i was gonna ask so you were like in total circular yeah yeah, yeah it was just, a right it was a square stage, right. uh, and it had chairs on all four sides, and then books. I guess that's there. good practice. Because I know like I pace. I know, I know like when it's a longer stage, I pace. I pace like all the way to oh, the I, end. I use the deliver entire a joke stage. Pace to the other side, deliver a joke, come to the front, even though in demo that light's in your eyes, but you act like you can see people up there. Right, no, right. you can't see people. You Sorry, see you guys. Shit. You can't see shit. <laughs> you know, with the light blazing on your eyeballs, okay. you're just hoping you don't fall off the edge. Right. But you love the sport, though. Yeah. So, so the question is, uh, I know I prefer it when I'm not blinded by the light. <laughs> <laughs> you, you prefer it? Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, if, if the big venues, whatever. I is like you're yeah. just like have to hear where the laughter is coming from. <laughs> right, right. I, I be, but I'm one to like to engage with the audience, and so for me, if I can't see the audience, I feel like I'm I can't engage the audience. Yeah, yeah. but that's me. Yeah, right. but I guess you can't. I, I guess you could engage with the audience, the ones that you could see up in the front row, mm-hmm. and then the other people. Um, yeah, it's just so it'd be too far. There'd be too far to engage with them, right? It's just. So um, yeah, it well there's that, and also like if it's a big, big, big venue like the San Jose Improv where they have the top level and the bottom level, you hope you better hope you hear some laughter up there. Yeah, yeah. And otherwise, you're like, oh my god, I'm not doing my best up here. But I hope that there's some chuckling up there. Oh yeah, <laughs> what, what, people here. <laughs> what, Damn, yeah. What is the uh, like? <laughs> I, I'm gonna go ahead and let, let you do a shout out to um, who do you think who what like comedian. Uh, do you think locally or nationally or whatever that you've worked with that you just love working with? Oh man, I wish I had these questions prior um, to being here. Uh, <laughs> or just popped <laughs> into my research. Or just, or just who you love recently, you know, like, you know. Recently. Um, hmm. Uh, Chelsea Beer, she's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yeah, she's just riffing all the time and Too awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was another uh, female comic uh, at Whiskey Tip um, down in, what is it, Santa Rosa? Right. And uh, what was her name? Uh, I wish I could pull up her name right now, but yeah, she was pretty awesome and pretty phenomenal. Uh, and I see, and the reason why I do this is because uh, those that are here in the Bay Area, well, I mean, a lot of these comedians, we, we go uh, tour, we, we are on the road. So like, mm-hmm. if you hear these names, they may be coming to your town anyway. So like, yeah. uh, so if you're here in the Bay Area, you have more of a chance to check them out. But even if you're not in the Bay Area, you might be able to check them out somewhere else that's uh, in, in the universe. But um, I, Tony Sparks uh, had an influence on me in that. Um, me too. He and I yeah. um, have known each other for, for decades. And he uh, pulled me aside one day and goes like, you know what? Uh, don't have to change your routine, but if you do the hippie uh, persona, 
because that's really who you are anyway, then uh, I think people will more connect with you. So it's just little suggestions like that. Right. Yeah. Tony uh, was good at providing suggestions and, and being that he's better known than me, I'm like, yeah, he's kind of a legend. So I'm like, okay, why don't I take his advice? Why oh, wouldn't yeah. I? I was trying to hit that brainwash as much as I could. When somebody told me when I first started, I was trying to be up there at least a couple nights a week just to get his, just to get his opinion and just, and just his advice. You know I mean? You, you know, you never so, know too much, you know. So, question sure. I have, uh, Reg, uh, is there anything that we have that that you would like to ask? Yeah. Yes. Yes, I do. Let me go down to this question right here. Yes, I do. As far as comedy goes, now, what do you think is more stronger point for you as far as far as you as a comic, your substance or your delivery as far as like that material? You know what I mean? Like as far as like okay, like your substance in the joke, like okay, it's about it's about this stuff. But as far as like my delivery, do I gotta stick that every time, or is like there's there some jokes that you could just probably just float it by them? Like you know what I'm saying? Like there's some jokes that you could just I could just say this any old damn way, and it's just gonna land regardless. <laughs> right. You know, or there's some shit if I go ah, like you know that part that it's gonna oh, right. fuck it up. You know what I'm saying? Right? Like, yeah, yeah. Know. There's some jokes that I that do I have to like. um impersonate like my grandmother because yes. if i don't then it's just not gonna hit yes or or do some impersonations uh just they're not gonna hit because i've tried it before where it's like you know where there's this one joke where about the media saying that there's mm-hmm. gangs in oakland murder and raider nation yeah. but if i but i when i put emphasis on it like there's gangs in oakland yeah. murder yeah. raider nation you know that yeah. actually, actually adds see you have to have that um it's kind of like swearing in a way because like yeah. For me, swearing in in a, a a joke, sometimes it enhances the joke. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, right. Oh, yeah. It, it, a well placed like and and the way you say that that cuss word too. Oh yeah. Well, and for example, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I have this in my uh, routine where I go like, you know, they don't tell you all the shit that happens to your body when you get older, right? As opposed to, but if that it's which sounds much better than like. All the stuff that happens to your body as you get over, all the things that happen to your body, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it just makes it makes it better. Mm-hmm. So doing voices helps too. Yes. Yeah, yes. And, Chopping, uh, cutting the fat from your sets yeah. helps. Yeah, yeah. Uh, getting to the punch, letting the punch breathe. Let yes. It, yeah. When I first started, man, I thought it was, it was supposed to be like punches and bunches. It was just like joke, 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 joke. Yeah, yeah. Like I was just deaf. You know what I'm saying? Like I wouldn't even let people just breathe. Just try to crack them, crack them, crack them, crack them, and then it'd be a dead spot. I'm like, damn, what's <laughs> <laughs> like slow it down and stretch it out, you know, and I and that took a, and it's still yeah, still I, something I'm still learning. Shit, I'm same like seven, eight season. I'm still trying. I'm still learning, you know. Yeah, and yeah. And, and, and my wife is a good, um, you know, person to I can test my jokes, and she's like slow it down, and I'm like. It, when I slow it down, I'm like, am I going too slow, right? I'm like, too slow. And then you slow. say slow it down, and then all of a sudden you go on stage, and it's 300 faces looking at you, and you're on stage, and you've been pumped up, and your heart is racing right now. Yeah. Like, I'm going to try to slow it down. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. I, I have a tendency, I, uh, the other night I was going too fast and I realized that after I had started, but that was because I had uh, been acting and I hadn't been doing um, stand-up for a while. And I was nervous about the show because of uh, you know the uh, uh, zombie apocalypse that's going on. Man. And so I kind of uh, was off the entire night and I knew it too. Um, but it was because there was a lot of things that were on my mind circling. that I couldn't, yeah, circling. Mm-hmm. Uh, particularly as a producer, I think you'll probably find this right. to be true. You have to worry about everything. Right. Um, you're responsible. bring it. Audience for the comics. Right. You know, 
Yeah. Where the hell is that damn comic? Right. <laughs> yes. You know, yeah. I mean, man, yeah. I, I, I threw him a 420 show some years back, and I was asking Johnny, like, I didn't realize until I actually tried to throw, and I was like, this is hard, man. Yeah. You know, like, this dude, yeah. I really told him to get his ass up here, and he really went outside and smoked another cigarette. <laughs> Like, well, I need no. him up here right motherfucking now. Right, yeah. and, and I'm sorry, I'm, I, I'm sorry I do that. I do warn the comedians uh for the shows that I produce. My shows start on time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so not the floating hour. Right. So, right, 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 right. so you have to be there at this time. And I give right. uh, and, and and the reason why I do that well, two practical reasons. Three practical reasons. One, the venue uh if it's in the case of Grapes of Laugh, Tesaurus closes at nine. My show's timed out at 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have to be able to close on time, right? Because right? I want to hold up the staff. That would be inconsiderate of me. Uh, so that's the one reason. Second is uh, we have uh, comedians are on their own timeline, like like uh, yeah, comic person time. It's right. it's it's a thing. It, it's And they have it, lives, you guys. Shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, it's like. This guy then took him an hour, two, three hours, had to go through hell to get here, let him be on stage and let him be himself, you know? Uh, it's also known as musician time. Uh, that Yeah. There you see, go. It, it, it has to be something with artists, right? It, I mean, I, I just think that's, that's a thing. You better love your sound, uh, man. But, but, the, <laughs> but, but, but the third reason is because if you start a show late and the comics know you're going to start a show late and you always start the show late, they're, they're going to show up late. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah. you have to condition them definitely and uh, you know just being a producer you, you see the nuances on and uh, that helped me try to be a better comedian like being on time I know I was a little late for this show but uh, you know just being on time definitely well, that's, we that's just got okay. a little bit before you brother that's good oh okay cool, cool. yeah I mean like well and um, of course we have great sets uh, of previous shows on my podcast uh, as well as you know extras and the whole thing and so uh, grapes of laugh if you want to know the before the zombie apocalypse what it was like uh there are tracks there <laughs> so uh boy no but i still had a great time I, even though the, the yeah the zombie apocalypse it, there's people there and i was like oh, okay this is you know better than most shows where it's just like two people or one person and i'm like it, okay this is i i, I was i could totally do this I was, and that people had a lot of 100 percent. i'll give it a guy yeah. i don't care if it's just a bartender there i'll crack as long as i crack them cracking up right right and to do with the broom i don't care i say hey i came to do it right like, yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? so it, it, and what what is true <laughs> about uh everything it, it's like uh i had people come up to me after that show and uh they had tickets like one one group uh had tickets to hamilton oh wow uh but hamilton wasn't happening oh yeah 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 and so they're like thank you for having something going on when we're you know it's date night it's our anniversary uh, which i knew that when the show was going on because i would have pointed out we had two anniversaries going oh, on. oh yeah that's Damn. right one of them I knew about because like uh, they said during the show there was another oh, okay. uh, uh, couple that had an anniversary was it the sharply dressed couple yes oh okay yeah yeah and they had tickets to Hamilton oh wow and uh, that was going to be their anniversary to each other thing yeah and uh, they're like okay that's cancelled how about this oh that's cancelled how about this <laughs> <laughs> oh that's cancelled that's cancelled that's cancelled and it got to the point where they're going like okay is anything going on and they came across the show, our show, uh, oh, that's awesome. about two hours or so before the show. Yeah. And so, and they came out because, hey, 
we want to celebrate. We want to live life. We want to be out there, and that's yeah. that's what happened. Yeah, it was it was a fun show. And uh, that one comedian that you had uh, that played the piano. Uh, oh yeah, Charlie Walker. Charlie Walker, he was pretty awesome. You know. And- now, now the story with him is he's actually a regional comic out of uh, Kentucky, uh, and so he's known back there. But his wife got a job over at Apple over here, mm-hmm. oh, and right. so he had to move out here. And so he's getting reestablished. And so I'm trying to give him as much stage time as possible so people see him, mm-hmm. uh, take advantage of his talent while I can, as Charlie well Walker. as. Uh, do him a solid by trying to get yeah. him um, some stage time established so here in the Bay Area. Uh, yeah, yeah to help him sure. get established. Because I, I feel like comedy in general, uh, we, we're all brothers and sisters, and we need to support each other. Yeah, uh, so true. You know, uh, why tear each other down? You see someone better than you, just become better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? yeah. Use it as a challenge. Mm-hmm. And if you bomb, just blame the audience. You know, it's like no. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, I'll say you've been getting around better comics. You just get their energy. You know, get their energy yeah. and then fucking ride their coattails. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, exactly. Right. Exactly. I'm not above that. Hey, man. There's a lot of people sit the bench and still get championship rings. I ain't gonna say their names, but you know. Yeah. People, you know. So, uh, so for people that are joining us right now, uh, I'm Johnny Corn. This is, by the way, uh, we have uh, comedian Reggie Shorter. Hello. And they want to catch up. You can catch me. Uh, all you got to do is Google Reggie Shorter, and that's on my Facebook, and those are all my social media pages. And check me out. You know, I got some stuff in the works, and uh, hope to see you guys. And, of course, my site is johnnycorn.net. Anything related to social media, you, the link's there. So just you can go there, and, and it will link to you. Uh, Producer Dave. Oh, yeah, you can find all. Oh, shoot, shit, what did I plug last time? Uh, fucking give me money patreon.com slash echoplex uh, follow me on twitter uh, until I get kicked off you can find my current version of <laughs> my twitter at uh, the contact page on our website echoplex media <clears throat> always <clears throat> sorry always look at the tweets and replies because the just the tweets don't really tell the whole story that is so true and our guest in the studio audience is Uriah Hawkes <laughs> 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 Okay, and, and where can they find you? They can find me at uh, ZeusDownShow.com. Uh, it's a podcast that we haven't done in a while, but that's where I post uh, shows uh, that I'm going to be on. On Facebook, UriahHawkes.com. And uh, and I, let me just spell my last name because it is yes, difficult. Yes, please. It's uh, J-A-C-Q-U-E-Z. So like Jacques, but with a Z at the end. And uh, actually, spell your yeah yes, but and actually spell your first name too. Oh, Uriah, U R I A H. Last name is J A C Q U E Z. I strongly suggest you guys uh, check him out. Uh, He's a very funny comedian, and uh, we're going to have a track separately released uh, of the show at Grapes of Laugh. Just keep in mind that I had a case of the giggles when that gets released. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I I thank you very much for for joining us. Yeah. Thanks for having me. This has been awesome. And uh, I'm Johnny Corn. By the way, this is Johnny Corn. By the way, <laughs> have a great tomorrow. This has been an awesome show. Peace.
Something in the atmosphere is living in the ceiling. 